Fight Word. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to another week of the B-Side Word. We are a group of friends from around the world who discuss interesting articles. I am Emma. And I'm sat here with Devin. Hello. And CJ. Hello. And across the water, Alexander. What's up? What's up? Now, today, you'll never guess who we have on our episode. We have Million Dollar Dan, a.k.a. Dan Saunders, or probably should be the other way around, really. Um, But Dan, welcome to the B-Side Word. How are you? Hi, guys. How are you? Pleasure to come on. Nice Nice to be with you all. And you kind of answered our question about how you, um, well, no, actually, how did you come, how did you actually find the podcast? Uh, so a friend sent it to me. Um, they were just like, oh, there's this podcast sort of talking about your story and they're not really sure uh, <laughs> what's, what's, what happened or what's going on. Um, so I thought, well, you know, like you guys obviously, you know, you look like you've, um, you know, like you, you started a podcast. I don't know how long you've been going for, but it, it looks like, you, you know, like you you guys are, you know, sort of uh, getting talking about current events and things like that. Yeah. So I thought, you know, why not? You probably don't have many people that, you know, um, a story's about uh, ring back afterwards and say, hey, 100%. You, do you, want to, uh, you want to have a chat about it? So, yes, yeah. you would be the first, Dan. So we're kind of like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> So that's pretty awesome, yeah. and yeah, definitely, it's good to actually get um, get the real story from the real person. So that's never happened. So yeah, that was awesome. Um, yeah. So I reckon, just for a brief understanding, let us know how the hell this glitch worked and what what happened, basically, in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah. Well, in a nutshell, I mean, I um, you know, I stumbled, uh, you know, across the golden goose. I guess I, I um, I was just yeah drinking with friends, and um, I just went to the ATM because I didn't have any money left for a round of beers, and um, so I you know stuck my card in, and and um, I, I think um, first thing I've got to say is that um, it, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't a million dollars out on ATM. I think it's quite, you know, it's it's reported in a lot of places that, you know, I just got this magic ATM. Um, I think it's important to sort of, uh, like, I didn't know this straight away and I didn't learn, you know. I didn't think to myself, oh, I'm going to take a million dollars and this is the way I'm going to do it. It happened, like, I sort of learnt it over time. Um, oh, and it wasn't, just, oh, there you go. it wasn't just the fact that you could take the money out of the ATM I more learned that you could transfer so whatever money you wanted. So there wasn't there wasn't really a a start point for the money other than me putting an amount into the ATM to transfer. So that the the ATM is basically you know it's 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 not even registering that I don't have that money in my account. So it's honouring the transfer if you want. Yeah. So basically, I can put whatever number I wanted to put into the ATM up to six figures. So I could put up to 999000 at a time. Wow. And then I could what? transfer that money over to my savings account and that would stay there for one day. So then I just had to work out how much I'd spent the day before and transfer just a bit extra than I'd spent and then the account wouldn't be stopped because it wouldn't go into debit ever. Um, or yeah. So when you're talking about like debits and credits and yeah. millions and you know transfers and all this, it gets quite confusing. But I think basically the best way to explain it is 
I transfer money on an ATM. Yeah. Um, but then basically the savings account looked like it had millions of dollars in it after that. So I could actually go into the bank the next day and ask them, you know, over the counter and say, oh, how much do I have in my account? And they'd say, oh, you know, today you've got $2.7 million because that was me transferring $900,000, but I did it three times. So if the next day I'd have $2.7 million. Or if you did it four times, you'd have $3.6 million. You know, so, and that money was then there. So then that money you could transfer <laughs> it to other banks and oh. then you could transfer it again to like, you know, casino accounts or right. wherever you want to. So, so it wasn't a case of, oh, it was just one ATM. It was the whole network of ATMs. Yeah. So I sort of, I made the money appear out of thin air on the ATM. Yeah. But then I could take it out and move it around in the banking network after that. So it was actually like, it's quite bigger. It's quite a lot bigger than just one ATM. So, right. Because anyway, we were all like, where's this magic ATM? <laughs> yeah. So going oh. back to that night when I first discovered it, I just tried to, tra- it wouldn't give me a balance on my account. So I just tried to transfer some money between my accounts. So I tried to transfer 200 from my credit card to my savings account and, and it seemed to work. So I got the 200 out. And then I remember thinking after the bar, I thought that was really weird, that thing, you know. So, you know, that transfer, like I'm not sure if that money was there. So whether I was, you know, just like, um, you know, tipsy or I don't yeah. know. There's not a lot to do in Wangaratta on a you know, Tuesday <laughs> night. So maybe I, was just, you know, I can't really explain why I did it again, but yeah. I did it again. Like that obviously triggered something inside me. And, you know, um, yeah, I mean, it was it was – it was completely nuts. It was like a magic show, you know. So were you a, transferring yeah, from so, your phone, sorry, or on the actual ATM itself? No, on the ATM. So so oh. when you put the card in the ATM, um, it's got a series of options. So, um, you know, you can get a balance or you can withdraw or there's another option, transfer. Oh. So what I was basically doing, I learned you could transfer from my credit card to my savings account. Now, even though there was no money in that credit card to transfer, Something in the ATM honoured that transaction for for one day. Yeah. So basically, after a day, the ATM would realise, oh, we weren't, you know, that original, you know, transfer was not allowed because there wasn't enough money in that account. So then they'd reverse it. So yeah. if I stayed ahead of it, like I said, I didn't learn this that first <laughs> night. Yeah. But as wow. I got deeper and deeper into the hole. I realized when the accounts would update wow. and when the money would transfer back. And I w- worked out how to transfer just a bit more each day. So the sort of, you know, like you were sort of just above the water, you know, you were just, you know, sort of yeah, yeah, just yeah. breathing each day. So, yeah, so it it was interesting. And, th- and then after a while I sort of realized I, I, I got the, you know, I got the download that the balance wouldn't change on a Friday, Saturday and Sunday night, like oh. it, it just never changed. So I realized that I didn't need to go to the ATM on that, those nights. This is after like about two months. So then I'm just like, well, now I can like go away for the weekend. Oh. <laughs> so you had to you know. actually go to that ATM every night other than the weekends to, to make this work? Well, well, any national Australia bank ATM, so any right. any – ATM in the network, so okay. it didn't matter whether you're in Broome or whether you're in, um, you know, Sydney. 
but you had to go to a NAB ATM. Yeah. So it was always on the internet going, oh, where's the closest ATM to where it was at that time? It was like your number one search. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bit of planning in it and once, you know, like I knew what to do and then there was other people involved and things like that, it sort of became, you know, much like the table you guys are at now, like a bit of a planning meeting, you know, how much we transfer tonight, you know. um, No way. And we weren't really sure whether it was going to last, you know, the next day or not. Um, so, so it was just always a, it was always a case of trying to better the next day and you, you get a, a group of guys together, you know, who've got unlimited funds. I mean, you know, we're pretty, oh, city records, but going, what do we do today, you know, so yeah, so, it was, it was nuts. I mean, I, you know, I know it was the wrong thing to do, but it was too, it was too crazy to pass it up, you know, yeah. like yeah, yeah. Was, you know, the money seemingly was coming from nowhere. And, you know, you, get, you hear the stories. I mean, banks rip off people all the time. Yeah. So at, the, at that moment, it sort of justified it. It doesn't justify it, you know, like two no, of us I, don't make it right. It was the wrong thing to do. We get but, you because we asked each other, would you do this? And I think we all said, hell yes, hell yes, 100%. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't think you're alone in that. No, definitely not alone. <laughs> It's just one of those things. I mean, if you've got, you know, if you've got, um, it, it has to be the perfect storm, right? I mean, if you've got a kid at home or you've got, you know, a family at home, then obviously you're not going to go on this, you know, wild bender. Well, then, well, yeah. well. Oh, my goodness. So if you didn't get to the ATM, then that meant that that next day it's going to show a debit and then you yeah, then the bank's going to be like wait what what like and then that worry of what's right. going to happen next so you yeah. had to get yeah, there and, 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 you know it did show minus a, a, a lot of the time because i didn't realize what i was what i had really i didn't realize exactly what i had straight away so it was a case of learning that so the, the account went into debit heaps of times. So did but you ever get calls? I could get, it, I could get it out of debit just by doing one transfer. Right. So right. I, I, my account was actually stopped for withdrawal. So, so it went down by 20 grand or something. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, they've stopped the account for withdrawal, so I can't get money out anymore. So I actually rang the bank. I transferred 40000 so I was 20 grand in the, you know, in the, in the, um, in the black, what do you call it? Yeah, yeah the black. What do you call it? In the black, yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> just a farmer, just a farmer. <laughs> so, you, you are like so. I had twenty grand up in the account, so I called them and said, "Oh, what's going on with my account? It's it's locked, you know." And then yeah. they said, "Oh, yeah, sorry, Mister Saunders, no problem. That that's because it was in debit, but but we'll 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 unlock it now, you know." So I, I was in constant, you know, sort of contact with the bank the whole way through <laughs> what the hell when you would call the that, bank were you worried that they'd be like what's going on with your account like how are you doing these transactions all the time genius. i mean the, the you know like the, when the <laughs> phone would ring the phone would ring and i'd just be like who's that and and my friend oh, had some quite you know funny you know friends the typical aussie you know sort of blokes who 
you know, like we we had a like a, a phone answering policy, you know, like, hey, Dan, that phone rings, you've got to answer it. You've got to keep oh. the communication open. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, can't, oh. you can't shy away from this because they're just going to shut it down. Yeah. But if you keep answering the phone and you keep saying, yeah, it's you, then they're just going to keep it rolling because it's like, you know, there's obviously some abnormality. Yeah. If it's you using your card and you keep saying, yeah, it's me. Yeah. So they they all the time, you know, we'd have lobster on the table, you know, a bottle of thousand dollars of wine sitting on the table and the phone would ring and they'd say, Oh, did you just go to Louis Vuitton earlier and spend, you know, twenty grand? And I go, Yeah, it was oh me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's a dinner now and that's probably gonna cost about five grand. So I'll be using my card to pay for that as well. You know, like I, like, oh. When you explain a story, it's hard to explain it in a way where, like, we were totally intoxicated by this by this thing, right? Yeah. By this free money thing. Yeah. You know, so almost when you describe it now, it's like, oh, it was you know absolutely off the chain, and <laughs> and it was arrogant. But at the time, it was it was nuts. You know, like I thought I was I was talking to them, going, yeah, it's me. Yeah, it's me. One time the lady actually said, oh, did you try and get $900,000 out of an ATM last night? And I said, no, don't be silly. You can't get $900,000 out of an ATM. She's like, yeah, but it looks like you've tried to withdraw $900,000. I said, maybe I pressed too many zeros or something. I don't know. And she said to me, oh, it must be some kind of glitch. Oh. And I said, oh, yeah, I think so. I think so. No after way. After that conversation, I still did it for another three months. That's what I mean. Like you know, when they get off the phone with you, I wonder what was going through that person's mind. Like if yeah. it was me, I'd spend like the next hour just going through the, you know, like your account going, Would you what, Would what? you really? Uh, if I was looking I at the back and I said, oh, it's a glitch, and you said, yeah, it might be, and I'd be like, oh, okay, cool, I'm going to have lunch now. But just out of curiosity, oh, like just out of curiosity, like what's this guy, like how, where's this money coming from? What's he spending it on? Oh, I don't know. You're not allowed to just go. I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I basically went. I basically went from being, you know, a guy who gets paid, you know, six hundred, seven hundred dollars a week, to to a guy that's spending, you know, forty grand a day, and oh, I did that within wow. you know, two months. So, so I don't know what you need to flag some stuff. I know. <laughs> I was like, did they ever question you about where is the money coming from? Yeah, you know, like like what did I get? Like a soccer, you know, Premier League contract in that time? Like, well, you know, what happened? You know, I've gone yeah. from being, you know, working at the West Side Tavern in Wangaratta <laughs> to staying at, you know, like there was nights we get three different Presidential suites at three different hotels. Oh you know, all the way. So, we, we, was, you, was your mindset was like, I'm going to get caught, so I'm just going to live it up? Exactly. Yeah, oh, that's how yeah. it was. It was like, well, you've gone too far now. Yeah. yeah so you were too far now. There, there was a period when I got into trouble, like with gambling and stuff. I tried to win some of the money back. Yeah. yeah. And because I was losing, I was becoming like VIP client with these bookies. You know? Oh, <laughs> shit. If you're a VIP client with a bookie, that's a bad thing. That's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> if, you win, if you win, they cut you off. If, they, if you win, they, they just cut you off. But if you lose consistently, you're a VIP. And I've got plenty of emails that say 
VIP. <laughs> no way. This could have anyway. all turned um, ugly. Like, let's say you had a, a you know, gambling, uh, you know, addiction at that time and you're going to high roller places and you get yourself into trouble with who knows who. knows who. He has the money it to pay him. Be- so he wouldn't be getting oh, trouble. Oh, yeah. He'd be like, it's oh, not- I'll get your money tomorrow. I'll get your money tomorrow. Yeah, he's still good. <laughs> oh, true, yeah. true. But, hey, there's heaps of ATMs in Australia. That's like being invincible. Yeah, that was the lucky thing about the, the NAB. They had an extensive ATM network. There was <laughs> yeah. a lot of ATMs to go to. It was good. You said like you'd get with the guys and be like around. So, I mean, how many, I guess by the end of this, how many people were in the know and involved in what was going on? There wasn't that many people sort of in the know. Like people just thought, yeah, people ask and they say, oh, you know, like where, you know, like where are you getting all this money? But but no one really cares, you know. So it's it's I was under no illusions that anyone cared about me during oh. that time. Like I just thought I am like bro- I've broken the system, I've ripped everything, and you know, like in terms of you know a bank and its and its exposure, I mean it's a blick on the radar for them. I mean it's not yeah. you know they make billions of dollars a yeah. year. It's not, but the amount of money to me at the time was like. It was crazy money. It was like, you know, it was, yeah, huge. But, um, like, in terms of, like, I mean, yeah, people, that they didn't really, you know, care. I had a few, you know, close friends who really, you know, really cared about me and, you know, yeah. didn't want me to go to jail. Um, but predominantly everyone was like, yeah, this is this is great. Let's, you know, let, let's ride this wave for as long as we can. You know, oh, this is, man. you know, this is a great time. But, I mean, I'm not, you know, one sort of – I wasn't sitting there being a dictator going, oh, you know, you can have this and you can have this. I mean, it was an absolute free-for-all. Right. I was just going, hey, Who wants what? The, the, the most fun thing ever was just walking into bars and just shouting everyone in the bar oh. a drink, you know. Like nothing, you know, brought people together like that, you know. Like, <laughs> you know instantly. Uh, how long did it take for you to quit your job? Five seconds. <laughs> well, I actually, I actually got fired from my job. See, oh. that's the crazy thing about this. Oh, I shit. would have stayed at my job, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I, so I was trying to win, you know, some money back, you know, through this. And in saying that, like, I say I was trying to win the money back, but in hindsight, if I had have won the money back, I probably still would have kept going anyway because it was yeah. that. It was that crazy. Like, it was like. It was like a, a magic show. I can't explain it any other way. It was like a trip. I mean, now if I think about the feeling almost 10 years later, yeah, you know, it's just like it's almost like it was yesterday. I mean, it was it was a crazy thing because it could have I guess it could have happened to anyone, but the feeling I felt during that time, it was just like my life's a lot different now and I'm a lot more, you know, settled. Yeah. But during that time, like it was yeah, it was a pretty crazy feeling because you felt like some sort of secret agent or something. <laughs> I felt like people were filming me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I felt like oh I was going to be on the ad for like the – they had these series of ads at the time called the NAB Honesty Challenge or something. <laughs> yeah, was, that's right. They, it was when they go and get people and they drop like 40 bucks on the ground oh, and then, yeah. you know, someone hits the back and – they go, no oh, you know, way. you're real. And like about a month after it ended, they had this like this campaign. It was like, oh, Aussies are a, a, an honest bunch. They deserve credit cards to match. And I thought oh. for sure that I was going to be one on one of these ads oh. because, because I just like 
totally, you know, just taken the absolute piss and blown all this cash. And I thought I was going to beat you on something like that. I thought that was, you know, like it was that crazy. I thought it had to have been monitored for sure. You know? It would kind of send you a bit paranoid for sure. Uh, yes, maybe, maybe. I would be, <laughs> I would be looking over my shoulder non-stop. So, so at the peak, at the peak of um, you, like once you figured out everything, like yeah, you were, you said you were spending forty. Like, what is the most expensive thing that you bought? Probably, um, probably the private jet. I'd say the <laughs> charter. <laughs> Go back. What? Did, did you buy a, a private jet? Chartered. Oh, I didn't buy a jet. I thought he bought a jet. jet. I'm like, holy crap! How much did he take? <laughs> so, so I, um, so we had this. It's a slow progression. So, you, so you go from you know getting the train everywhere to like getting <laughs> like a you know taxi everywhere. Then you go from getting a taxi everywhere to getting a limo everywhere. And then you go from getting a limo everywhere to getting like a chopper everywhere or trying to at least. Anyway, that's what happened with me. I don't know. Like I said, you do that. I don't know. I don't know what you do, but that's what we did. So we were in this chopper once and the pilot said, you know, he obviously saw that we had money to burn and he was like, What's going on with these people? <laughs> so he said to me, hey, do you guys want to go on a holiday? I know oh. this guy who's got this private jet and you can hire it if you want and you can go to this island and just, you know, have the weekend at the yeah. island or whatever, you know, but I'll give it to you for a good price if you want to pay cash. So, you know, like what do we know what we want to do? Yeah, okay, let's get on a private chair. Let's go, you know, like whatever. So I go to the bank and that's the thing that people don't understand about this story. I walked into the bank and got money out of the bank, you know what I mean, because <laughs> they thought I had millions of dollars in the bank, you know what I mean. So it wasn't just out of the ATM. Like oh. you could spend money on your credit card, then you could get money out of the bank, like from the Through teller. Through the teller. One of like my, my, my friend's favourite things to do was just go into the, the teller and ask how much the balance was just for a buzz, you know, like, like oh just so she'd say, oh, you know, the balance is 2.4 million, you know, and she, you know, and everyone would laugh and go, oh, that's great, that's great. You know? <laughs> and, you know, it, she didn't know what was going on, you know, she's just a teller, you know, yeah, like, yeah. but it, it was, it was a, you know, it was crazy, just a crazy thing, you know, like, and yeah, all the, all that sort of stuff. I mean, uh, so, <laughs> sorry, sorry. So, no, so we got the jet. And we flew to some island. I can't even tell you where it was. We we didn't have passports. <laughs> the guy just took us. What? There was probably there was probably like uh, I don't know, like five or six guys, and like or maybe eight guys, and about twelve girls. And, oh my god! Um, yeah, and we just yeah partied up for the weekend and just wow. had a great time. And you don't even know and where it was. Champagne. What's that? And you don't even know where it was. No, it was so, we were in the air for about six hours uh, from wow. uh, Essendon Airport in Melbourne. So I think it was about I think it was about six hours or something like that. So yeah. you would have ta- been taking photos of like all your adventures, but not only you, like all these people that were along for the ride, like it changed their life as well momentarily. Like they're going on private jets, staying on islands. Yeah, you had and a, they will have those. You had the insight them. of how the one percent lives for a period of time. Yes. Yeah, like a very yeah, a very small you know sort of um, rushed. Yeah. Insight. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. What was the what was the timeline again? Remind us of I guess when let's go from when you figured it out of what yeah, was actually so going on to when you, when you stopped. I figured it out on uh, February 22 in 2011. I like it. The date. The date. It was like maybe a Tuesday or a Wednesday night, but nothing was going on in Wangaratta. It was very, very, yeah. And I think it lasted till about probably about the middle of um, probably late May, I'd say, about that. This yeah. is crazy. So it was, about, it was about four months, three or four months. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, why did you stop? I stopped because um, I sort of I thought I was going to die. Um, <laughs> oh! Uh, I also started to realise the enormity of sort of what I'd done. What was going on? Um, and I sort of done all the. I'm not really, and I'm not really an accumulator. I'm not really. I don't really buy the whole, you know, rich thing. I think I've sort of. I've spent a lot of time around people who are wealthy. Yeah. And I think a lot of it's a bit fake. Um, right. And, and I think you can't really be sure who your friends are when you've got a lot of money. So I've yeah. always been a bit, you know, like I was, I'm not, I'm not silly. You know, I'm not, uh, you know, I don't have, you know, I don't like, I, I feel like, you know, I could have, you know, gone to uni if I wanted to or I could have. I, I just love people, so I just thought I'd be a bartender. You know yeah. what I mean? It yeah, wasn't, yeah. It wasn't something I, you know, like people have this perception that, you know, if you go and do a low-paid job, then you just, you know, you sort of that's all you can get. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. Um, but I, I think it's, you know, and and I know that you guys probably don't think that way, but a lot of people do. I think, um, yeah, I I always watch if I'm with someone, the way they treat the waiter, you know, yes. and, it, and, if, and it, if the way they treat the waiter isn't how they're treating me, then I know that if I was in that position that they'd treat me. Yes. Wow. That. Wow. Yeah. That's how I gauge people. Yeah. Because it's, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not the only one, you know, to say that, but it's like, yeah, I, I, that's how you really, really understand people and really get, you know. And I think because, you know, I, like the whole thing being rich was like it's so important to people, you know, like this, this, um, you know, what I've got and what I can give you and all this sort of stuff. Like it, it just consumes people's lives, you yeah. know. It's, it's, uh, it's huge. Um, I can remember once I was in, um, I was in Rockpool, um, a restaurant in Sydney, um, oh. in uh, Hunter Street there, and I was, uh, I was in the bar and I shouted the whole bar. And this is quite a, like it's quite an expensive restaurant, so. I, I think the tab would have been, you know, about twelve grand or something. And, oh. and this um, this lady who works in banking comes up to me and she says, you know, like, like I, you know, I was, you know, like I was getting the limos and stuff, but I was dressing the part as well, you know, yeah. the, the suit and the, you know, like by day we could just go and get, you know, tailored for, you know, new suits and stuff, you know, you're not going to wear the same suit twice. Of course, <laughs> I wasn't gonna get, of I course not. Get arrested in, you know, yesterday's suit. That's oh right. my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it was like I was, you know, I looked the part. I looked like I had plenty of money. And sh- she walked up and she said, oh, yeah, are, are you are you the one shouting all these drinks? And I said, yeah, yeah, it's me. And she said, oh, you know, what's your name? And I said, you know, Daniel Saunders. And, you know, and uh, and she said, oh, well, you know, I, I haven't, 
you know, I haven't, what are you, are you like the richest guy in Australia? <laughs> yeah. I said, no, oh my God. I'm not the richest guy in Australia. I think I'm about seven. <laughs> and that's, that's a line. That's a line from Four Weddings and Funerals. So oh, and no funeral, way. Line, yeah. So it was all like we were trying to intertwine, you know, the movies wherever we could and, you know, that, that sort of thing. That is We're so all like funny. fans of like wedding crashes and all those kind of movies. So, you know, we tried to, you know, sort of emulate some yeah. of that stuff. Oh, um, that's hilarious. We knew where the, the, the National Australia Bank headquarters were in um, in Melbourne. So what we did one night was we just thought we'd put on some drinks just for the staff. <gasps> so no one, no one really knew why they were there. No know? way. So my, my, one of my loosest friends gave a speech <laughs> and just said, oh, you know, it's just great to be with the bank and we're just really we're Oh, so, so you went in. Here and we just love everyone. And, I just all enjoy a few drinks on us and, you know, it's we're just, what? you know, it's great to do business with you and, like, it's just people walking up to us just going, oh, you know, how long have you been with the bank and stuff? And we're like, oh, you know, I've been with the bank for, you know, like 14 years now and what? it's just going really well and, you know, just all that sort of stuff. Like, so there was always just, you know, to sort of, to set up situations like that, you know, that it was always just, you know, people sort of saying, oh, this would be funny, this would be Oh, this. I you know, want to be a fly like, on the wall in one of your meetings. <laughs> yeah, like we hired a minibus and just drove it around to all the backpackers and just pick people up and just took them out to the Yarra Valley and just had a big party out at, you know, a big estate and stuff. Man, it's just oh, my stuff. gosh. What is life like after this? Life's pretty good. I mean, it's uh, it's it took a while to get all right, but it, I mean, it's uh, I think when you follow you, like it's it's just your your truth and just really who you are. I mean, I wasn't you know the guy who was going to go to Mallorca or go to Spain or you know transfer you know millions of dollars offshore. And you know, who's <laughs> to say that it would have even worked anyway? Even yeah. if I had it done, it, you know, yeah, like you know, hindsight's a beautiful thing. Yeah, you know, you can yeah. Go, you know, like if you, I, I challenge anyone. If you if you come up with an ATM loophole and you're taking money off the bank and you think that that's okay, then you know, like who am I to say no? You shouldn't do it. If you think that you should do it or whatever, but my my sort of thing is find your own loophole and go for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, put it in a box and go. Oh yeah, that's exactly what I'd do. Yeah. You know, like when it's actually happening and you're in the heat of the moment, it's like a bit. It's a bit different. Yeah. You know? Oh, okay. I want to know more about. So, so you said you thought you were going to die, and that's why you stopped. So- yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'd have um, sort of anxiety attacks and stuff like that. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, I also sort of I, I felt like like I started to I started to transfer money like from my from the actual savings account to other places, and I was like, oh. Like it's a bit, it just didn't. It just didn't sort of sit well with me. Like I'd had my, I always treated it as fun and, yeah. and quite, you know, like it literally got way out of hand. You know, I'm not <laughs> trying to say that it's, you know, it, it was, you know, the right thing to do, but there was certainly a point when I was just like, no, nah, this is like you're in way too deep over your head here, and 
you know, like if I hadn't started transferring minions, they they might have, you know, they might have cottoned on. You know, yeah. they might have been like, oh, you know, we know what you're doing. But I mean, as it was, and what what I know now is, there's no chance they would have known what what happened oh. because I mean, I was just talking to I was. I, I rang the bank afterwards and they, you know, like I had to alert them to a lot of it because I think the further up the chain it went, it was just, you know, put under the carpet. I mean, they don't, oh. banks don't, banks don't really make decisions sort of based on, uh, you know, like it's not really about, well, it is about ego sort of, but for the individual at the bank it is. Um, but, as a whole, if it's going to cost them money or give them bad publicity, they're not going to oh. do it. You know? <laughs> well, so, NAV have got bad publicity since then, haven't they? Because they were at the brunt of the the whole banking financial a couple of years back, a few years back. I don't know. So no. it makes sense. But <laughs> the Royal Commission. Yeah, the Royal Commission, that's the one. sorts of things to people. So it's, um, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, it's totally justified. Like, I did the wrong thing. But, you know, like, it's like, you know, the banks do terrible things and they were doing it before I did it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> got, uh, you know, it doesn't justify it, but it's, um, yeah, it's definitely, like, you could have, um, I think I think in the court they, you know, the judge called um, the National Australia Bank the victim, you know, I sort of had to laugh at that a little bit because oh. that was, you know, like, <laughs> like, you about how many people they're probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway. what happened at the, when when what? you alerted the bank, right? How did yeah. that phone call, how did that phone call go, and what happened after? Well, I basically rang them and I said, you know, uh, last night got a little crazy, but um, what's going to go on now? You know, what's going to happen? And um, I remember I got put on hold for ages, and I talked to this guy named Bernie. I'll never <laughs> forget. And uh, <laughs> kind of to how you know the. Um, uh, the school principal used to talk to you, you know, oh. like it was sort of that kind of style. No way. And um, so, you know, you've done a very bad thing and you know <laughs> what you've done. And it, it, when you're talking to individuals from banks, they don't really like to, you know, like own anything too much because yeah. it's like, oh, this could be recorded and all that sort of stuff. So they're very sort of they say things in a roundabout way. So you're sort of saying, oh, you've done the wrong thing. So anyway, I think I said I'm sorry or something. I don't know why I said I'm sorry. I think I did. I think I did. It would be so good and to get the I, recording. But. You know, I'm still like, like me. I was like, I'm sorry. Oops. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to be as real as possible. I mean, that's what I did say. I said sorry. I still don't know to this day why I said sorry. Um, anyway, so, so, uh, so, uh, I'm talking to him and he's saying less and less as we go on and he's just saying to me, look, you know, one day it might not be tomorrow, it might not be in a week, it might not be in two months, but, you know, where, you know, the, the, the cops are going to come for you because, um, you know, we've, <laughs> we've, we've lodged a complaint and, you know, like, you know, basically your day's numbered, you know. Enjoy your time on the on the street, you know, kind of thing. No, oh, wow. it's like, oh, well, that's yeah, that's you know, that's festive. Thanks very much. <laughs> so I, I just so so oh I, I was like, um, you know, I, I from that I got you know like big sort of anxiety, you know, like sort yeah. of built up. It's hard to sort of just switch that stuff off. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like it was, um, 
I remember I went to a counselor at the time, and it was like I don't know whether you've ever seen The Sopranos, but but, um, but I, I said to the, I t- said to the counselor, I said, oh, look, you know, this has happened, and, and this, and now maybe the the cops are going to come and get me, and, and you know, I'm not sure how long I'm going to go to jail for, and you know, what will my mum oh think, what you know, like what will this mean for my you know budding bar career. <laughs> <laughs> There were all these important questions to me at the time, you know. And he turned around to me and he said, look, I'm going to have to give you a referral because I'm not really qualified to deal with this. There's a point in Sopranos when, when, when she says to Tony, look, I, I don't think I can deal with it. And he's like, you know, turns around and he's like, well, you're the shrinker. I had one of those moments, you know. Oh, like, my God. So, anyway, I had to go and find someone else. But, hopefully, you know, that, that person sort of, you know, said to me that, you know, you, you, your conscience will never be cleared, you know, if you sort of, if you don't come forward and sort of, you know, um, you know, sort of, you just got to be true to yourself because that's the only, you know, sort of, you know, don't worry about the consequences. The consequences are almost inconsequential. Yeah. And I really, that, that Get home for me. I mean, you know, like you can say, oh, yeah. You know when you bury stuff and then like, you know, plenty of people do it and then 20 years later yeah. it comes up and you didn't deal with it and you knew you probably should have but you just buried it and I just didn't want that, you know. Yeah. I just didn't want that. I, did, I didn't want that in the form for myself. I didn't want that in the form for as in other people coming to get me and yeah. like, disrupting my life later on. Like I just wanted to get it done. I mean, I, so I, you know, just called them and said, "Hey, what's going on? You know, what's happening?" Um, you said the cops were going to come and oh, get me. Oh, you called the bank. Yet, you know? And they they took great pleasure in sort of saying, "Oh, you know, um, you know, they're going to come and get you one day." You know, and I just thought, well, you know, like I'm going to call you bluff here. I don't know, oh. you know, I don't know who you think you're dealing with. All <laughs> you people are like really precious and like. You know, onto this, you know, like self-preservation society type stuff. I don't care. I'll tell people. I'll go and tell whoever I need to tell to get this sorted out. So I started with a lawyer and I was like, look, hey, um, this has happened. And he said, just shut up about it. Don't talk about it ever again. What? That's it. Just leave. <laughs> yeah, the lawyer did. Yeah. What the hell? And I was like, yeah, I get that, but I kind of can't do that. I need some sort of. Don't get me wrong here. Like, I'm not a saint. If the bank had rung me and said, hey, look, that's it. Yeah. It's all done. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I'd have been like, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. You know, but if, you know, like it was too much, you know, there was too much stuff. They they could have come and got me at any point. So I was like, okay, well, like the lawyer didn't really work or that didn't really help. I rang (laughs) the police and the police said, the police said they haven't even, like they don't know of any investigation, but it doesn't mean that there isn't one. But you know, like basically, oh, we can't talk to you either. So I was like, oh, that's all right. Okay, so the cops and the police what? and the uh, and the bank, they can't talk. They can't really talk. But someone's going to get me at some point. And then I was like, okay, well, how else do you solve this? Well, maybe we can talk to the media about it. So I tried oh, to do wow. like a small story and say this crazy thing happened. But I'm just really trying to get some closure on it, right? And so it was supposed to be like this measured article about, oh, you know, look, 
you know, this has happened to this guy, but he's trying to solve it, but no one will sort of talk to him about it. Yeah. But it ends up being like, you know, barman, you know, goes and stands, you know, like I think I gave the guy like half the statement. So he wrote like barman goes and spends 500 grand on a spree, you know, or something. And I was like, oh, yeah, excellent. (laughs) Oh, no. Maybe they'll come and get me. Maybe they'll, you know, something will happen. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, right. So then I waited another couple of months. And I was like, nothing. So I'm like, okay. So I called the bank again. Same deal. Actually, I called the bank again. They wouldn't talk to me this time. They're like, oh, we don't don't have anything to say. We don't have anything to say to you. Oh so, so anyway, so I go and I find this guy named named Adam Shand, and he's like an investigative journalist. And he says to me, "Look, you know, I don't really be responsible for you going to jail, but if you want to do the story and you want closure, I understand that too. So I'll do it." And you know, I gave him all the evidence and stuff. It's not yeah. just you know some crazy guy saying, "Oh, you know, there's this crazy story." I mean, you know, it's all documented. He must have been mind blown so, as well, by the way. At the time, he, his mind must have been like, "What the hell?" I, I, I've never seen anyone work so hard in trying to get arrested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it looks like I was trying to get arrested, but I wasn't really trying to get arrested. I was more wanting just an outcome, just some yeah. sort of answer. Yeah. yeah, either way, because I knew, you know, like who's to say they weren't going to come and get me at some point? Like mm. you can still argue the fact that they, like, it's a lot of money. They probably yeah. still would have come. Even if I hadn't have done it first, they yeah. still might have done it later. Yeah. And I would have rather, you know, like can you imagine if you got like a wife and kid and that happens? Yeah. It's yeah. all messy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like then I was still yeah. a bartender whatever, you know, like I was ready to take the punishment. So I was like, yeah, come give it to me. So anyway, we do this article. It goes in the paper. The bank says it's a police matter. The police still say, oh, we're investigating, not sure. Then I go, well, stuff it. I'll just go on TV. So I went on Current Affair and I did this interview, tell-all interview, didn't get paid for it, nothing like that. And at the end of the interview, like I filmed with them for the whole week. Oh, wow. We went to Angarada. We went to like Crown Casino, went to all these spots, like, you know, reenacted a bit of stuff. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not in charge of art direction at Channel Nine. You know, like they, you know, they, they said, oh, do you, will you do this for the story? I went, yeah, all right, I'll do it. All right, whatever. You know, like, like I'm, you know, like a lot of, you know, I'll laugh with you or whatever, you know, if you want to, you know. And I'm doing the story and the whole crew's laughing, you know, everything's like, you know, it's, like, it's just all cracking jokes. Like it's, oh. it's nuts. It's like I sit here now and I'm like, it's the whole story is like crazy. It's nuts. Anyway. So I do the story and then at the end of the current affair story, Tracy Grimshaw says, oh, please call Crime Stoppers. <laughs> oh, no. What? What the? Dan is. Like Dan's <gasps> filmed with us but now we can't find him, right? Now, the last email I got from Channel 9 what? was like, Dan, great to work with you. I hope you like finished product i've got it i hope you like the finished product um you're a real larrikin and have a way with words we hope you enjoy the story oh, that was the last thing that to me. and then suddenly now we're like on crime stoppers and this and that 
<laughs> so I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. So then all these stories appear in the papers. Oh, Dan's on the run. Now oh, my run. gosh. Yeah, so, so after being, right, after being, <laughs> you know, like, trying to sort this out, now I'm on the run somewhere. Oh, right? no way. So, so then I find out that the only reason it's become a police investigation is because I've said the story on a current affair, right? The only reason it ever became a police investigation was because someone's gone, oh, this guy's taken the piss. Yeah. We're going to have to arrest him or yep. we're going to have to do something. So they started this whole criminal proceeding with, like, this dossier of evidence that, like, the video, there was a video in the, in the, in the evidence for yep. the trial. And I was like, oh, great. So we're going to see some ATM action. Yeah. Right? We're going to see what happened and stuff so we can sort of understand it. They played the entire story from a current affair in the courtroom. <laughs> no way. That was their evidence. This highly edited, you know, footage was shown in the courtroom and that was the bulk of, of the evidence for the, for the prosecutor. The, the judge had no idea what was going on. The prosecutor, my lawyer had no idea. Like, my lawyer was horrible, horrible lawyer. You know what I mean? Like, and he goes, oh, oh we can't. Like, he said to me, oh, we can't get you off. We can't, like, you know, we can't, you know, you've said too much here or, you know, like, we can't, you know, we can't do anything for you. And I'm like, what, what do you think that I would want from you? Like, I, I, I tried to just admit to this thing. Like, guys, <laughs> I've told you. Brian, it wasn't even a crime, apparently, until I went on a car affair. Oh, now I'm a police investigation. I got arrested by some dude that works behind a desk in Ringwood. What? In Melbourne, like in the outskirts of Melbourne, like a some sort of like regional desk. Yeah, like a regional desk cop who did not have a clue. <laughs> he, he arrested me. And he didn't know anything about the case. He didn't know what I did. He didn't know anything. He just said, oh, they didn't even interview me. The, the police didn't actually put me in an interview room and interview me about it because they had no questions to ask. They were like, <laughs> they we have no, no idea what's it. going on. I love this. Yeah. I love this. This is the most bizarre. So when you got so arrested. But now all this becomes part of the story. Yeah? I mean, at the time I was just like, what the hell? But like. You know, now, so much later, I'm like, man, this is like crazy stuff, you know. And I was willing to take my punishment. And, and people will say, oh, you know, you're an idiot for, you know, coming forward. And, you know, I actually feel better because I did. But, yeah. but you know, like I understand why. I mean, why did I bother? You know, because they I wouldn't have done anything, doing? would they? Yeah. yeah, they wouldn't have done anything. But well, then it would have always been on your mind. Better. Yeah, but that's what he said. Hindsight is like, yeah. yeah. You, know, you know that regional officer? I can only imagine him having a piece of paper and it's got Dan Saunders on there, right? And he's walking around and he go, are you, are you Dan? Are you the guy I'm supposed to be picking up? Oh, that's interesting, actually. Like, yeah, the, um, yeah, exactly. Like, exactly true. The, the current affair, so current affair, they had like these photos and stuff. And you know how when like sort of people go, people go a bit weird on you? You know, so I spoke to the producer from The Current Affair and she sort of had 
bit of a different voice about it. And I was like, okay, so something's up here, right? So I was like, you know, but they, they put me on Crime Stoppers. So, you know, I had a pretty good idea. Yeah. So she said, oh, do you want to come and pick up? You know, like it was some kind of, like it was, like this is how weird it was. Like, so she said to me, oh, can you come and pick up your photos and your, and your papers, you know, like the evidence that you've given us, yeah. you know, to do the story. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can come pick him up. She's like, oh, do you mind coming on, you know, I'm out of the office today. Do you mind coming on Thursday? I'm like, yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. And I thought for sure, like, I was going to get arrested there. But they they thought that, like, they, they thought that, like, I wouldn't be expecting to get arrested. <laughs> like, so, so they're hiding with, like, as I'm approaching, they're hiding with, like, cameras and stuff. Like, you can see it still to this day on Daily Mail or whatever. They're, like, Saunders arrested, you know, so they film the arrest, you know. But, like, I, you know, I knew I was being arrested. I think I wore, like, these old painting shorts and, like, you know, like, comfortable clothes. I knew I was getting You're like, today's the day. But, like, they're acting like it's this big sting, you know, <laughs> like it's this. You know? And I, I emailed them afterwards and I said, man, like, if you were, like, planning all that stuff, like, we could have, like, you could have talked me off a rooftop or something. Like, it, could been, it could have been a lot more dramatic. You know? I could have helped you with that. Okay? Like, you know, sort of sell the story a bit more, you know. Like, oh my you know, God. Tracy could have said, oh, our producer, you know, she's, um, you know, she, she's, you know, she had a, you know, a moment with Dan and Dan said when he was feeling down, he always used to go to this rooftop and we found him up there. <laughs> he was about to jump. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, like, my like, goodness. Ow. That is so crazy. It is crazy. I mean, the only person that was aware of the whole situation was Dan. Yeah. Everyone else was making up stories in their head and Dan's just like, no, I know what's happening, Guys, man. I've been here like, do. hello. I know I'm going to get caught. I know what I I've done. Yeah, I felt like the conductor in the crazy yeah. orchestra. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, that's so bizarre. So then they said you get, was it a year in jail? Yeah, so they said, um, yeah, um, the, the judge gave us her sort of um, her, her notes or whatever and uh, – and put me in jail for a year. She had no idea. She kept trailing off and like sort of. She was, you know, when people try and act like they know what's going <laughs> yeah. on. They, yeah, they yeah, we really do it every week. So they got a fish voice, but that's... then they'll trail off a bit. Like that's what it was like. I've got the recording of it somewhere. It was pretty crazy. But, <laughs> oh my yeah, god! I, mean, I was, I was just glad that it all be over. You know, like I knew I was going to go to jail because when they're handing out like the judgment to you. Suddenly, the room fills up with security guards. So oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to jail here because, like, you're near the door. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. So, so be, what was know, the like, um, prison experience like? I was just asking, did he serve? Did he have to serve? Or yeah, so I went to um, yeah, I went to jail for 12 months, um, and I started off in Max Security Jail in Port Phillip. Uh, that was pretty crazy. Max Security. Months. Yeah. That seems a bit odd. Yeah. Yeah. So while I was sort of being assessed, so you go into the system and then you're sort of given a rating. Yeah. And I guess if, if you look like you're sort of going to get absolutely, you know, like I won't say the word, but, you know, like you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. If it looks like you get totally, you know, like um, violated. Yeah. Then they'll send you, you know, but if like I'm, you know, like reasonably sort of tall, 
not really that tough, but, you know, I'm sort of tall and, you know, it probably looked like I was going to be okay. So then I went to um, a maximum security jail for three months while they did, like, the assessments and stuff, and then I went to a B security jail yeah. a bit later on. Yeah, the, the, like, the, the max security was nuts. It's like, yeah, crazy, crazy oh, place. Oh, shit. I'm watching 60 Days In at the moment. I don't know if you've watched it. And do you know it? <laughs> I think I've heard of it. Yeah, just yeah, mind blowing. Uh, max Max Awful. Security, like, oh man, I can't imagine going. Awful. Like, I'll be shitting. Like, ha- well, uh, please explain. Please explain <laughs> your experience that that first. Well, it's like you just don't you just don't look anyone in the eye. Really, I mean, that's that's pretty much the first thing. Um, you know, even if you even if you're friendly to people, you know, sometimes they tell you to get stuffed, and you know, like it, it, it's just you know how in a the best way I can describe it is like you know when you're in like a, a taxi line or something, and a, and a fight like you know there's pushing and shoving, yeah. and it starts off like really slow. Like this place is just like it goes from zero to a hundred oh, in half a second. Shit. You know, so. So it's just intense, yeah, it's intense. So when you got if you downgraded. Locked, if you get locked up with the wrong person, then you're in big trouble, you know, because you've got to spend, you know, you've got to spend the night with them. Yeah. You know? So it, it's, a, it's a bit of Russian roulette. Like, yeah. you know, I'm a gambling man, but, uh, you know, like I used to be a gambling man, but I, I, I'm, not up, I'm not up for that gamble. That's a, yeah. bit, of, that's a bit of Russian roulette, you know. You don't know who you're going to get. Yeah, and, and if you get the wrong person on the wrong day, then you know, like, yeah, yeah, that people get dragged out of their cells in the morning, you know, fighting for life, you oh, know, and they just get left there all night, and you know, did and, you, uh, yeah, did you make up your story? Place. Did you make up your story? Because you're not like if someone goes, "What are you in for?" You're not gonna say, "I stole money from the ATM." Were you like, "Oh, you're hard hardcore"? Were you a different person in there? You're like, "Oh, I'm Dan, the man outside." Uh, did, I did actually say that. I said that I said that I stole money from ATM because I was like, well, if you if you lie in here, yeah, yeah you're going to get found out. You know what I mean? So I just said, yeah, I I took money from an ATM, and most people were like, oh yeah, right on. Yeah, <laughs> they'd be. I feel like they'd be interested. They'd be like, how did you do it? <laughs> I think I think when you go in, when you look like someone like me, yeah, that people automatically go. You belted your wife, right? Oh. You were oh. yeah. driving. Yep. Yep. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, so I think, like, as opposed the ATM, you know, like it's don't get me wrong, don't any of those other things, but but the the ATM story was 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 a good story. It's yeah. A solid yeah. Story. I think that's. I think, I think that's, that's what solid. I'm going yeah. to use. That's what you're going to use. If I go in there, they oh, go, God. "Why are you in here?" I, <laughs> I I I stole from the ATM. <laughs> Yeah. And well, because of you, you never. Know, yeah, but then they'll look at you and <laughs> you know look at you dead in the eye, and they'll go, "You're oh, lying." And then they'll walk away, and you might see them a bit later, because what they've done is they've rung on the phone and they get people to check. Oh you know, shit! So they to verify you. They get people to oh, Google crap. it. You know what I mean? So obviously like gone and your name, and then the same guys come up to me a bit later and gone. Yeah, I got the missus to Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Google my like, gosh. Like, uh, it's like the blue tick of jail. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. That's intense. So when you got downgraded to the, um, what is it, the B, did you say, B grade, 
what was yeah. that was that a lot Country. different um it was it was yeah it was a bit different but it was almost like i i think that sort of had potential to get a little bit crazier because you had like things like you know open kitchens with like knives with like chains oh. on them and stuff oh shit so when people but when people had like beef or whatever yeah. you know they'd get dragged over to where the knives were oh. and sorted out you know what i mean so it was like it was almost like oh there's more apparatus here yeah <laughs> sort of, you know, oh, wow. use, right? oh so gosh. it was sort of scary like you know it was it wasn't scary the whole time but certainly parts of that was yeah. scary as well yeah but um I, I ended up having to go back to maximum security because i actually got appendicitis about eight months into my sentence oh. um so they didn't believe the me hell? at first but then i like obviously got quite sick and they realized i was so um i actually got had, had to get moved back to the city and that involved so that involved going back to maximum security so Spent a little bit of time there, yeah, probably, uh, probably about four, four and a bit months all up. So, man, yeah. <laughs> this this okay. experience, yeah. this experience is is wild. It's man. like he experienced the highs and, and the lows, lows yeah, in the a whole. space of a few months. No, t- <laughs> yeah. what a couple of uh, two years, two or three years. You experienced all this. Yeah, I was on, once I was finally arrested after a current affair. I was on bail for about a year. Before I actually got locked up, so yeah. Oh my god, man! I guess has it changed for you? Like, I mean, what what are you doing at the moment? So, so you're a bartender before. You've gone through this experience where you were living the life as a one percenter almost. What? Yeah. yeah what are you doing at the moment? So you were saying before this, you were you were speaking with someone like a TV show, TV show in England or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So at the moment, um, I I still I still um, work in hospitality when that's sort of going as well. But I um I'm sort of getting into helping people with uh, gambling problems. Oh, so there you go. This has had like a real positive impact. Yeah, because yeah, I feel I feel like I really sort of get it, and I've sort of I've been in a position where I'm speaking to a counselor about it. Yeah, and. I think it's one of those things like you sort of it, there's there's probably benefit from speaking to people who haven't been through it but then also speaking to people who actually have been there and yeah. understand that whole dopamine rush yeah and actually what's going on inside the body um so yeah i'm really interested in that like i'm really passionate about it i never really had had a passion yeah you know for anything um but i feel like yeah because of what, what I've been through, I feel like I've got a bit to offer there. So, yeah. You're going to go to the person that's that's had experience with yeah, it, right? 100%. Definitely would. 100%. I mean, yeah, what, what's someone going to say to you, like, if they're not listening to you? Like, do you, do you understand where I'm coming from here? Like, this isn't this isn't something little. I've got some good experience. Yeah, like. exactly what you're going through. Um, yeah. A few. Yeah. <laughs> does, have, have you had any sense of, like, I guess, moments you're like, I want, I want that feeling again. I want to go back to. Or I, I want to do something to make money so I can, I can live that lifestyle again. Yeah, you know, there was definitely a hangover period, <laughs> um, and I and I did absolutely like feel like that. I thought, what have you done? You've given up the golden goose. You know, <laughs> I know that night. That night, I stopped. I was being true to myself. I was I was actually honouring who I was and. I was stopped being a silly idiot and, and I and I went, 
no, this is not you. You're going to have to stop doing this and, um, and, and move on. And it's probably going to be difficult initially, um, which it was. I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah. a hard thing to give up, you know. It's a hard thing to give up, especially, especially when there's no – you can't really see the victim. Yeah. You know? You're not and, taking and money from someone else. Like it's it's actually it's actually not even coming from anyone. It, it's it's a software glitch. It's it's a it's it's fabricated off a screen. Yeah, right. You know, and the only thing that made it real was the fact that we spent it on things. So yeah. before that, it wasn't real money. So the, the bank software enabled me to create money out of thin air. Yeah. That's that's the best way to describe it in a sentence. Yeah. So the money never actually came from anywhere. Yeah. So it was, you know, just a large stimulus package, really. <laughs> 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 like it, it became like these trillions that the, the governments all over the world are borrowing now that they'll never pay back. Yeah. You know, to get us all through this 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 time. Yeah. So it, it it's quite a sort of you know, some people you talk to, like, oh, you know, you stole money off the bank shareholders, you know, <sighs> and, and, you know, like I, I say to that, I say to that, well, you know, the bank shareholders make money off people's backs anyway. So, yeah. you know, like, you know, sorry if you got a, you know, two cents less than you did it in this year. <laughs> <I'm really sorry>. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's sort of that thing, like, you know, like I think it, you sort of understand it if you're, um, you know, like in Australia, I don't think that I was ever poor, but yeah. you know, people would say, "Oh, you were poor," or "You are poor," and and I don't think that we ever are in Australia. Yeah. Like if you've yeah. got a job in Australia, you know, you can eat and you can, you know, so we're pretty lucky. Yeah. Here, but it's sort of like you know, so I don't feel like I was ever at rock bottom. But if you talk to someone with no money. And they're like, you know, like I get messages from people all over the world who say, why did you stop? Yeah. Why would you yeah. stop? You know, these big companies, they don't care about us. Just yeah. keep going. Pump, yeah. pump, pump, you know. And, <laughs> and, and part of me agrees with that. Part of me is like, yeah, yeah. But, the, you know, most of me says, well, yeah, it's wrong, but it doesn't mean – you just need to play that game mm. and yeah. be like, you can actually, you know, you can actually check yourself and start living in a different way. But, you know, hey, I'm not here to change the world. I'm not, you know, telling people what to do. Yeah. Like if people want to live like that and they think, you know, you can't win by playing defense and all that sort of stuff, mm. go for it. Go for it. I'm not one to say what people should do. I just know for me that yeah. that felt true to stop and yeah. to, move on with it and um yeah i mean you know now i mean they're you know thinking about you know there's few people on the phone you know wanting to you know wanting to make a movie i was gonna say yeah. they need to make I a mean, movie crazy i was gonna say i was waiting for the the moment we'd hear about a millionaire dan biopic it's, million it's dollar dan <laughs> <laughs> Um, that, that, that would be yeah, so definitely. I don't know. I mean, there's a few names that have come up uh, who, you know, are thinking about doing it, some big, some small. Um, so, I don't, you know, I mean, when someone <clears throat> sends you a message, you know, and says, oh, 
Nicholas Braun loves your story and he's really interested. Are there yeah. sort of waves of this being brought up that you've noticed? Because I've noticed it, uh, 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 even myself recently, like come up in the news as well. Like has it recently come up again or something? I, so I did the, the Extremes podcast with Vice and um, that's uh, generated another news story. Right. And then, and then that got sort of shared around. And I think I didn't actually realise how sort of big Vice was. Like it's Vice massive. Is, you know, huge. You guys probably know it's quite big and it's in quite a lot of languages. Yeah. So yeah. I, think, I think it went like, you know, someone sent me a message from Indonesia the other day in oh. in Indonesia. It's gone quite, you know, like yeah, it's to a few places. Straight, oh, straight wow. into Google Translate? See uh, translation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. But, but, it, but it's quite interesting because like literally all these, like I, I hear from people where it's their dream to have a magic ATM card. I mean, this is the thing, like, yeah. you know, like yeah. uh, people say to me all the time, oh, you know, it's a, it's like you're like the real life Grand Theft Auto glitch. <laughs> glitch. Glitches in computer games and all that sort of stuff. You know, like so it's it's fully like it's in the psyche. You know, people yeah. sort of really yeah. hope that their ATM card becomes magic. You know, like it's crazy. People are just yeah. kissing the ATM card now. Think, going, Mwah, I don't think Mwah, people Mwah. would be mad at you yeah. because, like, <laughs> oh, please. because you like you said, it's like getting one over on the bank, and nobody's really yeah. like a fan of the yeah, bank. So it's like, um, but you'd, you'd, I have you'd another. Be a, you'd be a hero enough. I've got probably like maybe the last question, but um. Are you still in contact with anyone that you met during your during those few months that you were living the high life, like networking wise? Yeah, yeah, I know. I know a few people. Um, I, I I sort of I I really sort of cut ties with the people that I I helped financially a lot oh. because of the fact. That was always like, you know, they were quite scared it was sort of going to come back to them. Right. And the arrangement was, look, I'm going to help you and I'm never going to mention your name ever again or tell anyone. Oh, man. That oh, I my think, gosh. Oh, we've sort of got to go, you know, we've sort of got to part ways. Yeah. Um, but that was, yeah. And, 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 you know, since then, you know, a couple of people got it back in contact because they feel comfortable too. But it's like, it's one of those things. I mean, it's like. They didn't know anything about it. They can drag whoever they want into it if they wanted to. So right. it's it's sort of like you know it's just it's better to keep sort of a safe distance. Right. But also once once police and stuff become involved, like you really get to see you know who your friends are. Yeah, right. It's an interesting one because it's not really something that you sort of um, like. It's not you know I didn't you know hurt you know like Anyone. someone physically or. Or you know, stalk someone. Or, you know, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. it wasn't. There's no real cause. You know, like all I was doing was spending a heap of cash. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there wasn't any sort of just cause from people to sort of drop off and never yeah. hear from them again. Yeah. You know, and unless there were the people that we, you know, like organised, you know, I'll help you out, and you know, like yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool to do some crazy stuff with people. You know, like pay off the, you know, pay off the hex debt, and you know, like. Buy a ute for a mate because he wanted to do some, you know, like you know, um, some, yeah, you know, uh, 
laboring and stuff like that, you know, like all no that sort way. of stuff. Like even sitting in a circle with people and just saying, hey, what do you want? It's a fun thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> you were the Oprah. You know, Oprah, you get a car, you, know? you get a car, you get a exit clearance. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, like, oh, you can have this, you can have that, you can have this. And then the, the most, you know, the, the, the best thing about it was there was no expectation either. Like it was like, oh. you know, I imagine like, I didn't concern myself with those little sort of petty things about like, yeah. oh, I helped you, now you've got to help me or anything like that. Like yeah. it was just fun to do and just not, you know. Like yeah. I used to actually joke at the time because if I didn't joke, I was going to cry. I, I used to joke, well, I'm going to go to jail one day but not today. This is so a movie. Yes, it is a movie. (laughs) It's going to be one of the lines. Um, Oh, okay. That's wild. So the people that were, you said there was a group of like a few of you, they, you cut ties with them as well? Yeah. Well, I mean, when when I actually got arrested, you know, it got a bit real for people. And and I sort of, I I sort of understand that. and, And I, you know, I didn't expect you know, sort of everyone to stick, stick, hold tough, so to speak. Mm. But um, I really thought that there'd be a bit more support than there was from a few people. But, right. I mean, that's just, that's all, it's almost a great lesson because you sort of like, you, you just, you know, you learn a lot about your connections with people. And, and I'm sure if that happened to a lot of people's connections, they wouldn't hold up in that, mm. you know, mm-hmm. in, in, yeah. in that, in that. Environment, so it was kind of a weird sort of you know friends test, I guess in a yeah. way. Um, but yeah, I have no ill feeling towards people at, during that time. Like I know, you know, like it's it was nuts. It was crazy. You yeah. Know, like so, a- anyway, people you know sort of responded to it. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not in the the business of saying, oh, you know, you did this, holding grudges. Yeah. Everyone's different. Yeah. You know, everyone's different. Everyone, you know, takes things different ways. So what can you do? It's extreme. It's an extreme situation. I know. Um, <sighs> I actually do have one last question. So when you wanted to <sighs> stop, um, the like your friends that were also doing it, were, did, did that cause like an argument? Were they like, no, you can't stop? Or were they like, okay, now's the time? Yeah, well, a couple of people were like, you've got to sort me out. Um, you know, you've got to transfer some money to me and stuff like that. Oh. And I was just like, I was just like, look, you know, like I'm, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm finished. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, it was, it was a wild ride, and I feel like we'd come to the end of it. And yeah. I feel like, you know, yeah, sure, okay. Um, you know, there, you know, there isn't uh, like. I had to be at an ATM Monday to Thursday at around midnight, you know, to 3 a.m. Oh when I'm doing it. And it was stressful. You yeah. know, it was sort of, uh, it was, I mean, I remember when I actually stopped doing it, I had about 80 grand or 100 grand left in cash and I just checked into a hotel. I just put the cash in the bathtub <gasps> and I just thought, well, I'm just going to pay each day and, like, you know, because part of me was like, oh, are you going to get caught? But 
you don't want to get caught like on your mate's couch. Like you want to get caught <laughs> in a, a five-star hotel. You oh, my get God. In a, you know, like a decent sort of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Tony Montana style, you know what I mean? You want to be your head. <laughs> as stupid as it sounds now, but at the time it was like very important to me. I was like, oh, well, you're going to go to jail. You've got to, they've got to take you, you know, they've got to take you from the Hyatt or they're going to take you from the Hilton. They can't take you from the you know, Motel 76. <laughs> nice. Oh, my nice. gosh. I like, it. I like it. CJ, you got any questions? No, I'm just, yeah. can't believe that happened. I know. Yeah, I can't believe crazy. Crazy. I'm, I'm in awe, Dan. This yeah. has been, this story, I was already thinking this was crazy, but you yeah. just taking it to a whole other level yeah. with, with this added detail. I know. Um, yeah. Dan, be, be, um, it's another rush of, um, of uh, fame is going to come your way after this podcast gets released because we're probably <laughs> we're probably up there with Vice. Uh, just be just be aware. Just be aware yeah, what's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> just be aware of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! That's, you know, like that's um, you know, why I wanted to come and talk to you guys as well. Is I listen to your podcasts, but obviously, you know, it's. It's all about, you know, like if, if there is a movie made, you know, you guys will be able to say, you know, like, oh, we talked to that guy one day and you'll be able to play it again and, you Aww. know, all that sort of stuff. And, and, and it's all about the journey. You yeah. know? That's like, so like, cool. You know, like I say to people all the time, it doesn't matter about the cash. It doesn't matter about anything. But if I can come on and, you know, answer a few questions, I mean, I, I don't care. You know, I, you know, you didn't have to talk to my PR agent to get me on here or anything like that, you know, like – I'm more than happy to have a chat about it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's awesome. it's it's a crazy thing, and it's almost a form of therapy for me because I get to actually see you guys and your reactions. And you know, for a time there, I thought I was fully entrenched in it, and I was yeah. like, you know, this is your reality. But you know, speaking to you guys, I understand how crazy and nuts it was, <laughs> and you know, I can say that you know, I can. You know, like that's actually a form of healing for me. So I appreciate, you know, like you appreciate me, Cam. I appreciate talking to you as well because it's like, it's you know, it's it's a good thing to be able to get off your chest and talk about. Yeah. Oh, thank you. All right, cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you again, Dan. Thanks Great to lot. meet you all, and uh, yeah, uh, all the best. Thank, Thank you. you. All the best with you, and we will yeah. we'll read the book and watch the movie for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch the movie. I want to be honest. Don't make, don't make a movie. I'll come back and uh, we'll have a yes, a, a, a catch up yeah. again. <laughs> cool. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Thanks, Dan. See ya. See ya. See ya.